Hey guys, what's going on? Cameron here with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. Cruising to town early, early this morning. It's uh, it's like 40-something degrees out here, man. It's cold for uh, this time of year. The grass is uh, a little wet out there, but uh, the grass is not growing much at all, man. I've been able to blow through all of my lawns uh, this week and last week. The trimming's been really light. The mowing's been really easy, so... It's, uh, it's super nice. I'm going to enjoy it while I can because I know before long uh, temps will rise and that grass will start growing like crazy and it'll be hard to keep up. But right now I'm just going to enjoy it, enjoy the uh, cooler temps, enjoy the slow um, growing of the grass and just get out there and have fun, man. It's been a great season so far. It's kind of crazy that we're almost... Um, out of the month of April, man, it's like April's just flown right by. It seems like every week's been something else. Uh, the second week of April, I think it was, um, or maybe the first week. I think it was actually the first week. First week, I got the two new Wright mowers, the ZXT, the Autonomous ZK, and Mower Micah brought those up. And then two weeks later, which was last week, um, more Micah from the Kansas City area. He's a Kansas City rep, right rep. And Hunter from Right Marketing came down and they shot some videos. So we hung out with them last week, uh, shot some videos for two days. I uh, went to a few of my commercial properties and then went to a residential property that I take care of. And uh, yeah, they just hung out, had a whole lot of fun. Um, they shot some videos. Hopefully they got what they needed and then uh, they took off back. Hunter is from Maryland, so he's up there in the Frederick, Maryland area where Wright Headquarters um, is located. And then, like I said, Micah, he's down in, or up in, I should say, Kansas City area. So anyways, those guys, they uh, went their separate ways, went back home, and I got back to mowing, man, a couple of days later. Last week I had a birthday. And then I had uh, my nephew's birthday. And so it's been like, there's been so much going on uh, apart from the mowing side of things, you know. Um, staying busy with the mowing, and then you got life, then you got family, and then you got uh, things like this. So it's been super busy, but I'm thankful for the work. I'm thankful for the opportunities, thankful for friends and family. And uh, it's just been a good season so far. Um, you know, like I said, we're um, getting close to the end of April. Uh, I still didn't hit my goals on some of you know some things that I wanted to accomplish, but there's always you know next week, right, or the next day. So if you guys are um, in the same boat, maybe you guys are getting a lot of rain. Maybe the grass is just not growing a whole lot yet, or maybe the work's just not coming in. Just got to figure out ways to uh, to make it all happen, man. So just want to encourage you guys, if you're in that same boat, um, it's okay. If you had a rough start, um, maybe you can try to switch some things up and focus on, you know, each day. Each day turns into, um, those daily habits turn into a week-long habit, and then at the end of the month, man, you're right where you need to be. So just want to encourage you guys to stay on top of that, stay focused. Uh, it's been a good season so far here. I've cut way back on my mowing, so... I feel like there's a lot a lighter load and I'm able to offer uh, more services with the Ventrac. So getting back to the Ventrac, I think the last time I talked to you guys, 
the uh, voltage regulator on that Vanguard engine was like out. I mean, it's acting up. It's giving me problems. So um, they sent uh, they sent the wrong part a month later. It's been a little over a month now, and I just received the new part um, yesterday. And so I'll try to get that uh, out of the box. Actually, I already took it out of the box to make sure it's the right part. It's the correct part. And then I will try to get that regulator put on the Ventrac either tonight or in the morning tomorrow. Uh, because I have a power rinking job coming up. Um, electric company drove through a lawn and tore it up, man. It looks bad. It's uh, It's got some ruts in it. I don't know. There's probably a section... It's about 20 feet wide by at least 200 feet long, and it's just all tore up. So I got to go in there with the power rake and kind of fluff it up a little bit and get it looking good. And then I've got the aerovator and seeder. We'll go back and seed it and see what we can get, you know, see what kind of stand of grass we can get this time of year. It should be, uh, should be just perfect, man. It's uh, cooler temps and the... Uh, you know, it's not raining like every single day, and it's not super hot, so it should be, a, should be just perfect timing. We'll see how it goes, though. You never know until you get into it. But no, uh, planning on getting that power raking job knocked out on Friday, so here in a couple of days, as long as the uh, voltage regulator fixes the issue with the Ventrac, I'll hop back on it, get the power rake on there, um, then get the uh, aerovator on the trailer as well, head over there and try to knock it out. I don't know how long it'll take. I did have all the lines marked, so I'm actually going by that area today. Just going to scope it out, see what it looks like, see what I'm dealing with. Uh, hopefully it's not like a maze of lines that run through there, um, but we'll see. We'll see. I know the AT&T line and the, I think the uh, gas line, they were already marked, so um, yeah, I'm coming up on two. MoDOT trucks, and I don't have a clue what they're doing. I don't think they do either, really. What in the world did they do? I'm not sure. They're apparently going to do some work to this bridge, maybe. I don't really know. <laughs> Anyways, guys, that's what you get into when you get into the truck talk, man. You're just cruising down the road, minding your own business, trying to do a podcast, and then you come up on something like that. It's like, what are they doing? A lot of times we uh, we don't have the brightest ideas on fixing these roads. I don't know about you guys, but we have a lot of potholes, a lot of uh, areas like on the side of the road that are kind of messed up and damaged, and they just don't get repaired like they should, you know? And so it turns into a bumpy ride, a rough ride, and uh, kind of an unsafe ride on some of these roads. Especially when you get the motorcycle out and cruise down them. You gotta really be careful. They try to patch these areas, but when they do, man, they, uh, they patch them so high that it's like a speed bump. And you're going 50, 55 down the road and then you hit this speed bump, and it's like, man, you guys really need to go back and smooth that out. I bet a bunch of front ends are out of alignment from hitting those patched areas that they supposedly. Um, patch, but they actually put speed bumps in the highway. But anyways, getting back to my job, um, gonna go check it out today. See 
if it's like a maze of lines running through there, I want to see what I'm getting into before uh, Friday rolls around. That way I can kind of get prepared for that and see how I'm going to approach it. Um, hopefully everything will go smooth and there won't be a ton of lines going through that particular area. But we'll see. You never know. It's kind of like on the end of a of a main road, so I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of lines tying into, uh, you know, tying in different places there on that side of town. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm at, I'm getting pretty close to it now. I'll know here shortly. So if you guys just hang tight, I'll probably be able to tell you a little bit of what I'm seeing. But. Uh, you never know what's underneath the ground, so anytime you're digging, anytime you're um, moving the soil around, just be cautious, just be careful, get those lines marked. You never know uh, when a company, a utility company, is going to put those lines in there and not bury them as deep as they're supposed to. So if you do have the lines marked and you do hit a line that's not um, where it's supposed to be, then it could save you. Save it could save you, and it could save you from uh, having to replace those lines. You know, you don't want to. You don't want to have to replace lines by being lazy and not getting the lines marked. I think it takes like two or three days around here. Usually by a couple of days, they usually have it done. So I'm pulling in here right now to get off the highway and head down this road I'll give you guys an update here any minute this guy was apparently hot man he uh, he was so ticked off that the electric company came through there and tore up the uh, tore up his yard man I would be too man it's, it's a nice pretty nice looking yard you know it's a pretty nice looking yard so let's see we're looking right here we got one two three four five we got five flags, six, seven flags. So it looks like we got like seven flags through here. <laughs> and of course it's gonna be right in the areas where I need to run the power rig. Back here there's a couple more flags, so and we'll see. We'll see what we get into. Hopefully it's not a huge ordeal, but you just never know, man. You never know until you start getting out there and knocking it out so did see a few flags but it's all good man we'll work around them and do what we can it's not it's not like a super huge rut so we should be fine uh, the ruts are like I don't know maybe six inches deep probably ten inches are probably the deepest ruts so we should be good but you never know man you never know Pull up here to my first lawn. Gonna get this one knocked out. Um, it's one of those days where I have to get this lawn knocked out. Then I gotta shoot home for a minute, take care of the kids while my wife has an appointment. And then she'll do that, head to her appointment. And then after that, she'll come back home, take care of the kids. I'll hop back out there, get more done. So just one of those things, man. I uh, thought I'd hop on here real quick, let you know, let you guys know what's going on. The Wright ZK Autonomous Mower, it's been pretty cool running it. I was actually uh, taking a lunch break yesterday. It's crazy. I made a video of it. You guys probably saw it, but um, 
I, I decided to go grab some lunch. I had a, I have a doctor's appointment um, yesterday because I got something in my eye, and it was like, man, it was bad. It was like, had a whole lot of blood underneath the bottom side of it. It's got bloodshot looking. And I needed to get an uh, eye exam, a yearly eye exam. So I had an appointment yesterday, and I thought, man, I'll, uh, I'll knock out one more lawn before I uh, go to that appointment. So <laughs> I pulled out the autonomous mower. Well, actually, I went and got lunch, took the lunch to my next job. Then when I showed up to my next job, I just broke out my lunch, started eating my lunch while I got the autonomous mower running and mowing a uh, section of this lawn. So it basically mowed the yard while I sat there and ate lunch. And then I finished up my lunch, hopped on the ZK, finished it up, and then took off to my appointment. So it's pretty neat. I think it'll be uh, really, really helpful when things dry up. Still a little damp here, a little wet here, so I have to uh, avoid some areas. I kind of have to map um, out the areas just in a way that's not super efficient, but it's kind of the only way you can do it because uh, you don't want to take the mower, obviously, through these wet mud holes or it will get stuck, make tracks, etc. So I've kind of had to map it in a way that's not the most efficient, but it's still more efficient uh, for that machine to get out there and run as opposed to, um, you know, while I'm doing something else, whether it's eating lunch or trimming or running the other mower. So yeah, it's been uh, it's been going really good. I'm excited to see what it's going to do when the grass starts getting thick and uh, it takes me a little bit longer to mow these lawns and when the grass dries up and the ground dries up. So I don't have to avoid all those wet spots. I can just make, like, map it out. Like when I'm mapping out a lawn, say a customer's, like the side of their lawn, it's like rectangle shape. Um, as long as there's not a whole lot of stuff in that rectangle shape, I can just map out the whole thing. If there's smaller stuff like a sewer cap, um, like a manhole, um, you know, a, a guide wire, something small or something really low to the ground, I have to uh, avoid that area. Um, actually, I have been avoiding that area. They just sent me some pop-up blockers, which... Uh, people use them kind of like in sports, and they uh, they pop these up to like do drills and things like that. So they sent me some pop-up blockers, and I can just set those things up. I think they're like three foot tall. I haven't gotten them out of the box yet, but I have uh, I have three or four of them, and they're like three feet tall and probably as big as round as your like steering wheel. So I can set them up like by a manhole cover or you know a sewer cap or um, a, uh, a guide wire on an electrical pole. So I can set those up in areas where I'm looking over here on this property right now. They have like a, uh, just a, just a, a fence post here, uh, kind of marking their boundary line. I can, I can, uh, I can put those pop-up blockers by these small things and that machine will see it and go around it. So if, say I have a rectangle area on the side of a lawn that has a manhole cover and a like a sewer cap and a guide wire all three of those things in this one rectangular area i can map out the whole perimeter of the rectangle area and then put these pop-up blockers by the sewer cap manhole guide wire and once i do that the autonomous mower should uh, just go right out around them whenever it gets up to them. So I'm interested to try that out, see how that works. 
I think it'll save me a whole lot of time because right now, if there were two or three objects in uh, an area like that, like a square or a rectangle area, I would just simply have to map it out in a way um, to avoid those small objects. Now, if it's a big tree, if it's like two or three big trees in this rectangle area, I can just map around the perimeter and it will see the big trees and just go around them. Same thing with like, um, if it's a tall uh, bush or or a tall flower bed area, as long as it's something dense and tall and it's got a whole, you know pretty good depth to it, it should be fine. Um, but something that's real thin, like a chain link fence, it won't pick up the chain link fence. So if there's like a fence or anything small, um, anything real short, like a landscape timber or um, you know some paver blocks or something real short, maybe have a landscape bed in the middle of the yard or something with paver blocks around it uh, and, and nothing really tall or nothing really that has any type of density to it. I would have to put that pop-up blocker there so it would go out around it. So um, yeah, it's it's been going good and hopefully these pop-up blockers will make things run a little smoother and speed things up and uh, just been having fun playing around with it and trying it out. It's a really neat machine, man. It's, uh, it's, you know, looking at it right now, it's pretty new still, but man, I, in a couple of years, I could just see this thing being able to tackle like front yard, backyard, side yard, just tackle like pretty much anything that's in the yard. I don't know. I could be off, but I just feel like the technology that they already have in a couple of years, that they're going to have it so dialed in, it's going to be like, oh yeah, you can put this thing on your front side, backyard, anywhere obstacles, whatever's in there, it's going to know what's in there and it'll take care of it without running into anything or without, uh, you know, doing any damage or having any problems. So it's really, really cool, man. The ZXT has been nice. Uh, it's a real smooth ride. Haven't got it in thick grass yet, so we'll see how it does there. But yeah, it's been a fun season, man. Been a fun season so far. Hopefully you guys are having fun out there cutting that grass and maybe making a little cash. Um, I hope you guys are uh, enjoying your season, man. Don't get too stressed out. Uh, I know over the years, man, um, I would just get a little overwhelmed, honestly. Uh, it, it got to the point where I'd try to hire help. Uh, they would work for a little bit, and then it, then they wouldn't show up, and I'd have to find somebody else, or um, they would just leave, and I'd just be like, you know what? That was such a bad experience. I'm just going to do it all on my own. So whatever you guys are going through, um, man, don't stress out too much about it. Try to figure out a way around it. Try to figure out a way to make it easier on you, your family, your customers, your business, your health, man. And uh, yeah, just take it, take it one day at a time. Don't bite off more than you can chew. And just, uh, just have fun, man. Just have fun this season. It's a, I think we get too stressed out. And too worked up. Uh, I know a lot of guys, they reach out to me every single day. And I uh, appreciate them reaching out. I try to help them out as much as I can. Try to share stories that, of struggles that I've went through. Um, you know, some different situations where uh, I, I may have went through something. And man, I really struggled through it. So just trying to um, try help them out. Just trying to share uh, my stories. And, and, you know, same thing on here, man. Whatever you guys are going through, whatever you're struggling with, just uh, just figure out ways to overcome it and figure out ways to make it easier on you, man. Don't run yourself into the ground this year. The season's early. Um, don't get burnt out. 
Don't feel like you're overwhelmed. And don't put too much on your plate. I've learned over the years, especially this year in particular, man, I feel like it's like the best season that I've had. I've been way more profitable already. And uh, I'm doing way less work than I've probably ever done. And I'm making a lot of money, a lot more money, doing the mowing thing. Uh, just simply because I cut back a lot on my route. I turned everything strictly into weekly. And then um, I raised my prices. I raised my prices a whole lot. So uh, it went well, man. It went well. It's going well so far. Hopefully the con- season continues to go in this direction. I know I have roadblocks and and uh, things that come up, but it's just working through them, man. It's just working through them. Hopefully we won't hit a dry spell. If we do, I may be in a little bit of trouble. may have to uh, look for other type of, of services to offer, but we'll hit that you know, when we get there, if we do get there. I know last year it turned off really dry, so um, kind of had to uh, think outside the box, get that vent rack out there working more. And it's always good to, you know, have several different pieces of equipment, um, not like three mowers, but say like a mower and maybe like a tractor or a skid steer, just something different so you can offer different services. So keep that in mind when you're out there and you're thinking about buying that next piece of equipment, um, you know, two mowers may be enough. You may not need three or four mowers. You may need to invest in something else like a tractor with a a bush hog or a power rake or an aerovator or, you know, maybe you want to do stump grinding or a a trencher and and put lines in. Just, it's totally up to you, man. So think about that. Um, Think about ways to, to run your business more efficiently. Think about ways to to kind of uh, create or set up your business, I should say, so that you can't fail, man. If you, if you got all your eggs in one basket, which I've done for majority of my business, uh, 18, <laughs> 18, 19 years, I strictly stuck to mowing. I did a little bit of leaf cleanup. If uh, the season got to where it was uh, slowing down, the grass was slowing down, I'd try to do a little bit of clean up work where that shrub trimming or cleaning out flower beds or putting some fresh mulch down or things like that. You just always got to be creative and always figuring out, um, you know, thinking outside the box and figuring out ways to, to make it happen and make some money. It's, this is all it is, you know, all there is to it. Try different things, try to fail as quick as you can, learn from it and then go from there. So I hope this has helped just maybe one person out there that's listening. Maybe they're not where they want to be. I'm still not where I want to be. Don't think that I have it all figured out because I don't. But each and every day, each and every month, each and every year, I try to get better and better. And, yeah, try to be more profitable, try to be more efficient, and try to uh, spend more time with my family. So that's a game plan. So what's it going to be in 2023, man? Ask yourself that. You don't have to uh, continue the rat race. You don't have to continue doing what you've been doing all these years. You can try new things, switch things up. And see if it works. If you fail, it's not a big deal, man. I think so many people are afraid of change because they're afraid of failure. They're afraid to be uncomfortable. But I think in those situations, you grow the most. You learn the most. So uh, don't be afraid to fail. Go out there. Take risks. Don't be afraid of what your friends are going to say, family is going to say, the lawn care community, the industry, the your customers. Just do you, man. Go out there. Try something new. See if it works. See if it works. It could be like the 
the craziest thing ever. Let me tell you this quick story. It may not be quick. I don't know, but I'll try to try to make it quick. This just popped into my mind because I was like, try something different. Try something new. Just just do something. So a lot of you guys already know the story, but let's back up two years ago. This guy named Tim, which I didn't even know, reached out to me. He saw my equipment having problems. He said, hey, man, I've got a Wright ZK with uh, with duels on it. Come up to my dealership, pick it up, try it out, and use it until you get your equipment back up and running. I didn't know this guy. He didn't really know me. He's just been following me on social media, but he decided to reach out. And I'm going to tell you what this one thing did. Him taking five minutes out of his day to reach out to me and ask me if I wanted to try the right ZK mower that he had uh, as a demo at his dealership, St. Louis Equipment, name of the dealer. Got to give a shout out to them because they have done so much and I don't even think they realize it. St. Louis Equipment has two locations in St. Louis and St. Charles, Missouri. Uh, the owner there, Tim Jinkerson, he reached out to me. He said, hey man, I see you're having problems with your equipment. Come, try out my right ZK and just keep it until you get your equipment back up and running. Then once you do, bring it back. And I'm like, all right, cool. That one little thing turned into me trying out that right ZK for like two or three weeks till I got my equipment running. That led to me reaching out to Ed Wright and saying, hey, I'd like to come up and uh, and check out Wright Headquarters. I went to Wright Headquarters. That allowed me to um, check out the whole facility, talk to Ed Wright, talk to Jeremiah Wright. And then that opportunity led me to the Equip Expo the next year, um, just talking to them there. And, uh, and then that led to a Kansas City rep named Micah, Mower Micah is his name online, and what he goes by on Instagram and Facebook. Check him out. He's in the Kansas City Kansas City area, but all of that led to Micah reaching out to me saying, hey, man, uh, you want to try out some of the right mowers? I was like, yeah, sure. And so that led to me trying out the right ZK autonomous mower for a day, the right ZXT for a day, and then... Um, and then that led to me saying, hey, why don't you meet my local dealer? They may be interested in selling right mowers. So I introduced Micah to my local B&W lawnmower dealer here in Popper Bluff, Missouri. Two weeks later, I talked to Micah. I talked to Drake at the B&W dealer here locally. And I'm like, so what's going on, man? You, you think, what do you think about the right mowers? And Drake's like, dude, honestly, man, I think we're going to go ahead and pick them up. And I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, I think so. What do you think? And I was like, yeah, man. I mean, everybody I talk to say they're great mowers. They really like them. And uh, I, think they're, I think they're a solid machine. And so a couple weeks went by, and he tells me, hey, man, we're now a right dealer. We're going to become a right dealer. I was like, are you serious? So that one little phone call from Tim like a year or two years prior, led to now locally here in my area, B&W Lawnmower in Popper Bluff, Missouri, now sells right mowers. That led to Micah reaching out to me, I don't know, maybe a month or two ago, saying, hey, um, Hunter at Wright 
was wanting to talk to you. All right. I talked to Hunter. <clears throat> Hunter's like, hey, man, you want to try out the Wright ZK autonomous mower and the Wright ZXT for this season? I was like, yeah, absolutely, man. I'd love to try them out. So that one little phone call from Tim two years ago is why I'm running Wright ZK and Wright ZXT right now. So don't think one little change or one little thing that you do could turn into something big and better. So don't be afraid to take that one step. Don't be afraid to take that phone call. Uh, don't be afraid to accept that opportunity. Don't be afraid to try something new. Don't be afraid to reach out to people. Don't be afraid to to go out there and, and do something that somebody else is maybe not be doing, you know. So just want to encourage you guys, give you guys some, some motivation, some encouragement. That one little thing, man, that you're thinking about right now, and everybody's thinking about something, whether it's adjusting the prices, getting out of mowing, adding a different service, going a different route, whatever it is, that one little thing can turn into something bigger and better like it has for me. Tim didn't have to call me. He didn't have to reach out to me, but he did. He chose to. Matter of fact, I need to reach out to Tim uh, this week and tell him, man, you don't realize what that one message did for me. You know, It got me to thinking about the right mowers. It got me to thinking about going to right headquarters. It got me to thinking about talking to Ed Wright and the right team at GIE. And it got Micah to 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 see the content and say, hey man, let's reach out to this guy. Same thing with Hunter. Hey man, let's reach out to this guy. So you never know what one thing may do and you don't never know where it may lead. So just want to encourage you guys, uh, reach out to me, man. Let me know what's happening. Let me know what's going on. And uh, tell me your story, man. Tell me your story. Because I believe that uh, God has you here for a reason. He's got purpose for you. He's got uh, a plan for you. And just take a leap of faith, man. Maybe that's all you need right now, just a leap of faith. Maybe your friends aren't on board, your family's not on board, your people in the community aren't on board. But man, reach out to me, man. Reach out to me, because I know God can do big things. He can do things that you never even dreamed of. He can take your business to the next level. He can take your life to the next level. He can take you through the trenches and through the valley and uh, be able to show you perspective going through those things and uh, make you, you know, make you enjoy the mountaintop a little bit better. So reach out to me. Let me know what's going on. Let me know what's on your mind. But uh, just thought I'd share that this morning. I got to get out of here, man. I've been sitting here in this customer's, uh, not driveway, but here on the street, ready to tackle this yard. So I'm going to get off here and knock it out and uh, get some mowing done. I hope you ha guys have a good day. Uh, reach out to me. Let me know what's going on, man. I'm Cameron with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. Appreciate you guys listening. We'll catch you in the next one. Have a good day, and as always, God provides.